Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that's part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. Uh, hold on, I have a knock on the door. Uh, yeah, yeah, come in. Um, y- yeah, uh, who who is it? Hello, I am a courier from uh, the estate of one uh, Mr. Podcast. Uh, and it has, I have a letter to deliver for um, uh, Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. Um, uh, y- yeah, that's me. I'll... I'll take it. Um, Alex, did you did you hear anything about Mr. Pod? Are we expecting mail from Mr. Podcast? I forgot about him, so that's a no. Okay, okay, I'm gonna open it up. Um, dear Craig Wells, aka Permanent Handle, and Alex Good, aka Alex Good. He listen for someone who doesn't like our podcast. Mr. Podcast has our intro down pretty square. Sweet, gotta love it. But man. fans, yeah, man, you know, yeah, haters are the, our biggest fans. Um, uh, if you are reading this, that means that I have died. Um. Sweet, glad. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you know, one less character I have to keep track of. Uh, in my death, I am leaving to you, hopefully, a better podcast. Okay, well, that's all the letter says. He zinged us in death, I guess. He didn't even leave us anything. He's just like, oh, you guys suck, and also, this is Craig retiring the character. Listen, man, Um, I couldn't care less what Mr. Podcast thinks, bro. That's like, all right, so imagine... Well, this happens to celebrities all the time. But when a celebrity dies, people are like, good riddance. That, the reverse just happened to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't a person I respected, so couldn't care less. Because when somebody invites themselves into your house only only to criticize you, like, sorry, I've stopped listening to what you have to say. I'm pretty sure he attacked me one time. I think he doxed me another time. This guy, we should have had him arrested. Why did we wait for him to die? You know, I think it's better this way. We couldn't handle the legal battle anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. According, like, looking at, like, the fanciness of this envelope, Mr. Podcast was a multi-billionaire, so we would not have been able to fend off his his uh his legal team yeah so i mean it was it worked out and good riddance never want to see there's some bits and people and bits of people that (laughs) once they make an appearance i hate them immediately and i'm glad they never come back and he's one of them so if this is the closure our audience needed and being like wow that bit a year ago is not coming back Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> now we know for sure. Oh, oh, hold R. on, hold on. There, hold on. There is there is some fine print. It does say, P.S., if Craig doesn't have an idea for an intro, he can bring back the ghost of Mr. Podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Well, at least we know we have a backup, at least. What? What? There's no I- ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. Do you believe in right, ghosts? Wh- um, I, he, I probably could have believed in ghosts until Hollywood milked it into the ground. You know, like after Paranormal 8, I'm like, how am I supposed to believe anything? Well, I think also, one, okay, Hollywood makes things as bad as they could possibly be. Once you watch a couple movies about them, you're like, well, if that's as bad as it gets. It's not going to be worse than the movies. So, yeah, I, I got no yeah. reason to be scared of them. And like, listen, if I, what, from what I understand, ghosts take their time, right? They don't just like, they don't go zero to a hundred. And I feel like I would pick up on it, you know, maybe 30, 40% of the way through. And then it'd be like, oh, we chill. I see you. We're good. Yeah. So, hey, ghosts that may or may not exist, don't even, don't even bother. Our podcast is sacred. Yeah, okay. It, yeah. It, it is its own burial ground. Well, Craig, um, now that we know that one of our biggest fans and a constant download is dead and essentially we're losing <laughs> views by this happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you like to talk about our movie? Let's talk about our movie. 
Rocket Man, a story of Elton John, played by Taron Egerton, came out in 2019. Um, if you were going to do all spoilers, so if you want to skip to the improv segment, you can go to this time code right here. Time code, 20 minutes, 20 seconds. So, this movie. This movie. You liked it, didn't you? Ah, uh, not really. Yes! <laughs> Dude, Mason and I were taking bets about whether or not you'd like this movie. Mason and I started this movie, rented it, paid money to watch this movie. Because we watched Bohemian Rhapsody, and then we're like, oh, dude. And we had both seen Ray, and her favorite movie is Walk the Line. So, which is basically all the movies we're doing this this month. Um, And we finished Bohemian Rhapsody, and we're like, oh, we gotta watch Rocket Man. Rocket Man is not the same movie as Bohemian Rhapsody. No, not at all. Okay, now, I do want to say, for what it's worth, it's very on brand. I did like the style in which it was told. Uh, see, that's my problem with it. Um, Guys, so for you, for those of you who watched Ray, Ray has music in it. Um, It is a movie it, about music. Right. It's about Rocket the music. Man. tells the story of when this, mo- when this song came out, this is why. This is in his life. This is what inspired it. This is how he did it. In this, I don't even. It, it is tell an you. Elton John story, yeah. told through via, his music. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is a jukebox musical it's of like, Elton John's yeah. music, telling Elton John's life. One hundred percent. And I think that that is a cool medium to do it. I, I there are very few um, stories that grant an opportunity to tell a story of someone's life using their own music. I think that's cool. I don't like. I think it was just poorly written. I think it was a bad script. Did you like the flash forwards to AA? I liked it at first. I think when it was good for an intro, I don't think it needed to stick around. Yeah, just keep coming back in different eras. Um, well, what I can't do the the tricky thing about this, right, is I know a lot about Queen, I know a lot about Ray Charles. I don't know a lot about Elton John. It was hard for me to know what songs were created for this movie. And what songs were Elton John songs? Because if I knew the song, I'm like, oh, this is an Elton John song. If I didn't, I'm like, did they? Is this an original? It's hard to tell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all Elton John songs. Okay, because this movie um, won an Oscar for best original song. Yeah, then I guess I guess I don't know. I don't know sure. either, bro. I also kind of don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, Taron did an and amazing the- job playing him. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I think there was only one song that he did that I was like, ooh, ooh, not quite, not quite. It was towards the end. It was whatever song he sang in the baseball uniform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, hey, you've been great up to this point. This one's not for you. What's crazy. Which is not your fault. (laughs) Um, Ray, Jamie Foxx played all the piano, legit, but the audio is all Ray Charles. This is all Taryn. Yeah. Taryn sang all of this. Which it's amazing. Is so impressive. Genuinely impressive. Um, also, what's wild is like the trailers for this movie and all the promotional stuff for this movie all f- focused more or less around I'm Still Standing, which let's be clear, was the final, again, final scene of the movie. Right. It plays you into the credits. Which, uh, and listen, (laughs) you can tell there's a difference between when you have to read in a movie. You can tell when you have to read about someone who is old and dying and someone who is very much still alive. (laughs) The the reading, the the pre-credits text that we got from for Ray Charles it felt very humble and right. then the one for Elton John was like he freaking rocks bro 
Well, here's the thing. Elton John was trying to get this project made. Yes. Which is, it's not a great look, bro. That's like (laughs) Michael Jordan trying to come up with his own documentary. But except it's Michael Jordan's brand to think, oh, I'm the greatest. Elton John putting a movie while he's still alive about like, and there's like, of course, of course, there's montages of he's making how much money? He's having. I am so sick. I am so sick of these newspaper montages. Dude, climbs the billboard. Third number one hit. He sold 12 million records. It's dude, it's crazy. Yeah, like I understand you want to give us an impression on how well he's doing, but like the newspaper, really? But and again, this one didn't do it as bad. But again, he started music and he was good at it instantly. Well, in this, he's supposed to have a gift. And like, yeah, so I understand that that's kind of like the point of Elton John, but we do not see any musical struggles. Right. And that's kind of what I want to see in a musician's biopic is like, I want to see them fight to get to the top, not what happens when they get there. Yeah, I'm just getting used to it. Also, a pattern that's picked up in this movie is all the rock stars you know and love did drugs. Yeah. And they all have a sex addiction. Yeah, and you know... And if it wasn't drugs, it's heavy alcohol. And Ray did heroin and drank a little bit. Elton did coke and buttloads of alcohol and... I'm sure we can expect it from the next two movies. Yeah. So I think this movie just, I feel like didn't bring anything. It it did bring new things to the table because I I did like the musical format. There were some parts where it was, this movie definitely used it as a crutch where there were some times where it fit well. And there were some times where it didn't. What was tiny dancer doing right there? That song felt so out of place. Yeah. I didn't even think about that to be honest with you. Because I know I, there's songs. Elton John is puts out hits, bro. Well, yeah, Tiny Dancer is great. Um, it didn't make sense in that part of the story, but I, but it made me think. I have to pay attention to the words now. I'm like, does this have anything to do with the story? I've never paid attention to this part anymore. I think there's metaphors and stuff that you can draw between them if you're forced to, and I think they're just kind of depending on you to do that. Yeah. Um. So I I definitely agree. The thing about you needing to listen to the lyrics, I definitely agree, except for like when I said it used it as a crutch because there were times where I'm like, where it felt like the movie was like, okay, nothing super interesting happened here. Let's put in a song. Right. And I'm like, is this song supposed to be important or is this just a transition to the next piece? Um, Another thing is I loved it when he was on stage performing the song. Dude, I yeah. I didn't like it when the first, the reason Mason and I stopped watching this movie and we watched it for like 10 minutes after this happened, but it, it did two of the three strikes, is when he's a kid and he's playing the piano and like, hey, you're going to need to move that drink. And he goes, why? Because it's going to get wild in here. And he starts playing um, Saturday Night or whatever that song is. Yeah. Um, And then he's a kid and he runs through a fence and he just grows up. And now he's tearing. <laughs> and then he's in a he's in a uh, carnival and people are dancing around him. And he doesn't know what's going on, but everyone's singing his song. As soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, dude, what? No, because you turn this from a, a movie about a musician into a musical. Ray is yeah. not a musical. This is I wouldn't say it's a musical because they don't sing the story. Thank God. 
That's why this isn't lame is. Um, yeah, and there so, are parts. Well, there are parts where characters sing songs. And it drives me freaking nuts when it happens. This movie and, did not do that well. Yeah, because it it didn't decide if it wanted to be one or the other. Right, dude, there were some t- the, when it first happens and his dad starts singing, I'm like, what? Yeah, because if it did that the whole time, you could still not like it, but you could still understand that that's what the movie wanted to do. It's the fact that sometimes characters were singing sometimes he was singing to a crowd Mm -hmm. and sometimes he was singing like over a montage the song was literally just background music like you don't know what you want this music to be for this movie yeah, I think the crazy thing is Elton Ron, Elton John has like the right song. Elton Ron is his brother. Elton Ron. Um, I'm sure he's like, we can put all my hits in here. We can because I own them. Yeah. Um, So they shoehorned his top 15. And that's what it felt like. Um. So. Um, but I do want to say. Yes. There, I, I do want to give props to the creativity shown in in some of the musical numbers like when he's playing i think it's during when he's playing saturday night and he lifts off the piano and everyone lifts off the ground and then oh when he's doing um yeah that was dope it might have been saturday night it might not have been i might i might be getting all these freaking songs mixed up <laughs> but that was crazy and then uh whatever song he's doing in the baseball uniform he just like lifts off into space and i'm like that was rocket man that was rocket man okay it's just like it turns into a rocket <laughs> I did. I was wondering if the movie was that literal or not. This is the first thing I did this morning was watch this movie. So forgive me if I've forgotten the fine details. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like that was super cool. I think when the movie chose to be a musical, it showed its creativity because um, there's a song that he's singing towards the beginning where he's in color, but everything else is black and white. Mm -hmm. And like that's kind of corny when you say it out loud like that but like i think it's still a really cool visual effect um pivot yeah i get richard madden and sebastian sam mix up uh that's cool because i don't know who richard madden is john reed the guy who is a lover and manager oh right yeah, 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 yeah. i'm like the facial structure is identical and who do you get him confused with sebastian stan okay for a second i thought you said anthony mackie and i'm like ha- i'm looking at this picture and i'm like alex are you okay no i get this guy mixed up with the freaking winter soldier yeah that makes sense it's they have the same haircut same freaking jawline it's crazy um bryce dallas howard did an amazing job playing his mom amazing job yeah. And Jamie Bell did an amazing job playing Bernie. Um, I do. I will say Bryce Dallas Howard got um, Amy Adams in terms of she did a good job playing a mom, but was handed whack dialogue. Oh, yeah, dude. Just like, hey, you're trying your best. This script, not great. It's not about you. It's There's a couple of people in this movie that are like, it's not about you. It's about and Elton. There, so we're going to. There are there are certain lines in this movie where I feel like um, I don't. If they were either written for the script or this is how the conversation went. I remember being in the basement of the club and the first house band that I played with, the, the first guy that kissed me, he, he looked at me and said, it's not just about changing your name it's about killing the person you were before and i'm like all right you he probably heard that once and wanted to work it into the movie 
Right. Because that is way too significant of a line to come out of nowhere. Um. Yeah, dude. Who knows? The costumes in this movie are phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Fan- Incredible. Yeah. Um, like, here's the thing. I will say, above all else, it is an Elton John movie. Oh, it, yeah. It breathes and bleeds the style of Elton John. So, like, if you love the character Elton John, you will find a lot to enjoy in this movie. Um, So, like, I never grew up on Elton John. Like, the first real time I, like, recognized Elton John was in the Kingsman sequel. Oh, so, my gosh. So, I, so, like, I have no real attachment to Do you think these movies are affiliated? <laughs> I don't know, but it's... Because you think this is a coincidence that Terrence, you think? I, I bet they met on set and they're just like, hey, um, hey, hey, Tom Hardy just dropped out. Do you, do you want in? This, that came out in 2017 and Rocketman came out in 2019. Dude, Tom Hardy was supposed to be Elton John. Um, he originally wanted, uh, Justin Timberlake. <sighs> I don't know if I don't know if he would have had the acting chops, but who knows? But he's got the freaking listen, dude. Taron killed it, and they look yes. similar enough. That's still freaking crazy. They got the oh. teeth perfect, and I stared yeah, at his I teeth did wanna, every time. I did want to compliment the makeup department because I think they also did a fantastic job in that final AA meeting. You can just see his age and his weatheredness like i i I think that that scene specifically i wanted to call out like it was very well built yeah dude it was i'm impressed with the set and the care this it's the story that let me down it was the music that was annoying the dialogue that was annoying the it's not knowing what's going on but as far as the acting the design the set makeup costume everything visually was amazing yeah um but the story wasn't very compelling but they did let me tell you i bet you this was pretty freaking close to how it actually went down as far as the drug use and the alcohol use and the because yeah john does not look like a good guy for a lot of this movie no he doesn't and this is my opinion. I think he looks like a better guy than Ray Charles did in Ray. Right. Because. Um, because he looks like a victim and we're watching him suffer and have to learn his own lessons. Yeah. Watching Ray put other people through pain is way harder. Yeah, I d- th- exactly. Almost verbatim. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we're watching him ruin his own life. But he didn't have a lot of victims. Like everyone around him was succeeding. Um, and people were treating him badly, like his parents. So like, yo, okay, hold on. Can I, d- dude, the, the line that I knew that I was not going to love this movie is when the kid was like, when can I get a hug? Oh when do God. I get a hug? I'm like, wait, like, could you have found a less subtle way to say that this kid was not well loved as a child? It was so annoying. Dude, I don't like kid actors. And when. But I mean, when kid actors hit, it's amazing. Like Kramer versus Kramer, bro. Holy crap. But then you get kid actors like this and it's bad. Ray didn't have good kid actors either, but this one is particularly bad. And it could have been the dialogue, could have been the actual kids. I think they just got them because they could sing. Yeah. Um, and their the dialogue and the acting sucked. Yeah. Um, I want so my rating is gonna reflect like the music and all like the cinematography stuff as well. I have no intention of ever watching this movie again, um, but I do respect it for what it did. Therefore, it's a flat six. I'm giving it a six and a half. So Ray was a seven. This is, yeah, it's newer, which is why it did better because visually it was pretty. 
if it was made yeah. in 2004 with Ray, it would be a flat six, five and a half. Um, yeah. I think I should. I'm being nice to it because I couldn't make it through the movie the first time. So the fact that I'm giving it a six and a half because I had to watch it again for this podcast is a miracle. Um, And I want I want to give it what you did, but it it is a six Dude, and a half. Dude, you are the master of your own rating. You can do whatever you want. I know. I gave Halloween a flat five. I'm trying to. I know, but I am going to be fair. Um, People are going to like this movie. It is an okay movie, and it feels honest. I just don't yes. like the way they told the story. So six yeah. and a half seems fair. It's got a seven point three on IMDb, so I don't feel totally off. Shout All right, out Elton well, John, bro, come on the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our improv segment. We're gonna go back to one that we did a few weeks ago. We're gonna be doing real life. Care to tell us what that's about, Craig? We are going to give each other scenarios in which we should have prepared something, but. Oh, goodness, did we not. So we have to wing it and try our best to not make a fool of ourselves. Are you? Yeah. Okay. So what are we what are we feeling? Last time we did break up, right? Uh, We did the valedictorian. No, we did the valedictorian speech and or like the alma mater speech. And I broke up with somebody. Yeah. And I know because or did you break up with somebody? I can't remember. No, you broke up with somebody. This bit is fire. I I think the last time we gave options, I think we should just freaking go for it. I think you should. Um something good you need to tell someone that they're pregnant they came in for a doctor's visit oh you know what's better than pregnancy cancer dude alex alex i know joke had the exact same scenario ready for you you're gonna someone's (laughs) coming in thinking they're pregnant because they're throwing up and they don't feel well and you have to tell them i'm sorry you're not pregnant you have cancer Oh, dude, oh. this is this is almost too bad to put on the podcast, and I'm glad you're doing it. Well, okay, I don't like when you put it like that, because now I have to try to find comedy in here somewhere. No, you don't. No, you don't. We can find comedy in critiquing your performance. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, um, hey, Shelly, thanks for thanks for coming in. I'm, I'm going to uh, pause know- you right there, because... Um, you said this is how you tell someone they have cancer. Oh, um, hey, Kelly. Okay, I'm sorry. No more interruptions. That was just too good. I know we're not trying to be funny, but you killed it. Um, go ahead. Oh, um, Shelly, uh, come in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for coming in. I know, uh, I know Mondays are a little busy, but thank you for coming in. Um, we do have your results back and. Uh, I know that we were expecting a pregnancy, but unfortunately that's not the case because while we did not find a baby, we did find something else. It is stage two ovarian cancers. Uh, the secretary will see you on your way out. That'll be a $40 copay. You know, that was horrible. You know, that was so bad. Although we couldn't find the baby. We did find (laughs) dude that was bad i'm not even gonna go over i was writing notes um you listen you you put me in such here's the thing you took me so far out of my comfort zone i am just in general bad at giving people bad news and now you're like hey here is the worst news ever that you're gonna have to do on our generally light-hearted podcast I would have. You should have went for it, man. I can give you another go if you want to try it again. No, I don't. That quite frankly, rough, bro, dude. It sounded like 
you're about to laugh. And at the end, you're like, that's a $40 copay. So <laughs> RIP, literally, your patient. Okay. Give me a juicy uh, one, bro. I'll go for it. All right. You have to lay off six people at okay. once. Sure. Freaking get ready for this, bro. Nominate me right now. Um, welcome everyone. Thank you for taking time out your break, um, to attend this mandatory meeting. Um, I recognize that, um, we're all going through a lot right now. Um, and as you know, the company has been struggling recently and I'm not going to beat around the bush. I will tell you that you are all being, um, suspended indefinitely. Um, you are going to need to look for alternative sources of income because the company cannot financially um, support the work that you are doing. You will all be giving severance checks um, in the amount of one month's pay. Um, I understand this is not going to be a lot to meet your current situations, and I know you might be frustrated. We have grief grief counselors um, on hand. If that is something you require, your last day will be next Friday. I understand that there might be a lot of questions. Please see the brochures that you have in your hands um, to answer questions like why and what to do next. If you have any further questions, please do not direct them to your superiors. They were not involved in making this decision. And most of your um, higher leadership was brought in. It was purely a numbers thing. Please do not take it personally. It's just business. Um, please stay in this room. Um, whatever, however length of time you need, you are being compensated for the rest of today. Uh, you are expected to show up to work tomorrow. If you have any questions, again, please look into your brochure and um, have a good rest of your day. Sorry. Okay. Um, so overall, not bad. Um, you were listing a lot of resources for a company that can't pay their people. Listen, bro, we're just trying not to get sued. And I Listen. basically, I just watched Up in the Air once seven months ago, and I just try to remember <laughs> that as much as possible. Like, hey, we can't pay you, but we did contract a bunch of grief counselors. Right. We're just trying not to get our pants sued off of us. And we, it's, it might just be a part of their insurance program, so we don't have to pay for it anyway. Who knows, also, man. uh, the phrase suspended indefinitely, I think hurts a lot more than just laid off, laid off. And f- I try to avoid harsh language like that. So suspended indefinitely, uh, it's could come with on such short notice. Uh, listen, man, that would suck. Um, but at least they're getting a month's pay, you know, I guess so. Well, what a bummer of an improv segment. <laughs> this sucked. Dude, much like Rocket Man, the truth hurts. And just like real life. Maybe we should put a trigger segment. warning on, uh, on this segment because we talk <laughs> okay, about uh, cancer, um, and laying people off in, in sure. the time of COVID. All right. Well, let's move on to our middle segment where it's we all got jokes. Our, our, where it's, it's all jokes. All, well, kind of, um, uh, we, I have brought forth. Once more, the probably the most interactive segment, uh, uh, Doomed to Fail. I have curated six questions that I am positive that Alex does not know the answer to. Uh, you get, I think, three points for answering it without multiple choice. One point if you answer it after I give multiple choice answers. Uh, to save time, I'm just going to jump right into the multiple choice. If you do know the answer... Go ahead and stop me. I do have to know why you're so positive I'm not going to get any of them right when I have an amazing track record. Okay, because you don't get any of them right before I read the multiple choice. And then it's not like, oh, now that you've said that, I know that's what it is. It's I'm going to dissect the answers and guess. Okay. Fair point, fair point. And also, uh, because of that, I took a different strategy in me making my questions. None of these 
are implausible answers. These uh-huh. are all things that if you looked into the lore, these are all names that you will find. All right. So I'm convinced most of our audience isn't going to get this, but let's give her a shot. All right. Question number one. Who was the first publisher for Captain Marvel? Or as he's known today, Shazam. Well, multiple choice, please. All right. DC Comics, Marvel Comics, Wiz Comics, or Fawcett Comics? DC probably bought it from one of the last two. Let's go Wiz. You're incorrect. It is Fawcett Comics. I knew. See, I'm on the same. I'm on the right page. Just a little yeah. off. Um, and the way that I always remember that is because uh, after DC bought him, Billy Batson is from Fawcett City. Interesting. All right. In n- question number two, in the first Mass Effect game, where does the conduit take you? Does it take you to the Citadel, to Earth, to Ilos, or to the Sovereign? Bro, I don't know. What a great... Dude, uh, uh, let me tell you. You are doomed to fail. It's going to be Earth or the Sovereign, unless it's okay. not. So let's go the Sovereign. <laughs> okay, well, you're wrong. It's the Citadel. Yeah. Also, um, spoilers for Mass Effect 1, I guess. <laughs> Bro, I'm not going to remember that. All right. Question number three, which former Doctor Who star is in the new Edgar Wright movie, Last Night in Soho? Is it Christopher Eccleston? Nope. David Tennant? Yes. Matt Smith? No. Or Peter Capaldi? It's one It's one of the two in the middle. I'm going to say Matt Smith. You're right. It's Matt Smith. Bro, see, the Last Night in Soho is what helped me. Because I'm like, yes. I know the mm-hmm. two in the middle's name, which means they're super popular, which means I can get into a movie no problem. And the only reason I didn't do David Tennant is because it felt too obvious. Yeah. Matt Smith is trying so hard to not be Doctor Who. Yeah. He has done so much since he left the show. It's crazy. I mean. he's I, I, he, I think he's done more of The Crown than he has of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Because he plays Philip, right? I think so. Yeah. Good for him. But man. I, yeah. like Two banger I, of a series. Absolutely. It doesn't miss. All right. Next one. Uh, you might actually get this one. You won't. Which robot from Mystery Science Theater 3000 <sighs> describes themselves in the theme song as different? Is it Cambot? Is it Tom Servo? Is it Joel? Or is it Crow? B. Tom Servo? Yeah. Incorrect. It's Crow. Tom Servo, I mean, Tom Servo is the little gumball mean? looking one. Crow is the gold one with like a I, I literally, Craig, the yeah. words you're saying doesn't, they don't mean anything to me. Okay. Well, they, <laughs> you know, it's because you were doomed to fail. Freaking yikes, bro. So All bad. Right. <laughs> what is Watsky's second studio album called? Is it self-titled Watsky? Is it Cardboard Castles? Is it All You Can Do? Or is it X Infinity? Those are all real albums, I bet, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> if I was going to have a self-titled album, would I put that out first, second, third, or fourth? Here's the thing. I've heard, like, it is completely wild when people will put out their self-titled. Because... Like, technically, Pentatonix's first, like, their self-titled album is, like, what? Their, like, eighth album? Right. Or something like that? It seems almost arbitrary. Yeah. Jukebox the Ghost, their self-titled is their fourth album. Like, it's it's nothing. It means nothing. (laughs) I'm gonna go Watsky. Why not? All right. Well, you're wrong. It's Cardboard Castles. Uh, That was my second choice. Um, All right. Final question. I'm bombing hard. I'm not (laughs) passing. What planet is best known for being the home of the Night Sisters, the witches that created Darth Maul and others like him? So Star Wars, huh? Star Wars. Yep. Oh, boy. Dude, I didn't even know what we were talking about. (laughs) 
Is it the planet of Dathomir? Is it Lothal? Is it Kashyyyk? Or is it Geonosis? It's one of the first two. Okay. Can you tell me the first two, Ken? It is, the first two are Dathomir and Lothal. Dathomir. It is, in fact, Dathomir. Yay. I thought the second one sounded too much like Darth Maul. I'm like, that can't be it. (laughs) And I played the other two in Battlefront 2, so I'm like, that would have been brought up. Now, Dathomir is one of the main planets in, you play on Dathomir a lot in Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, Lothal is um, from Star Wars Rebels. You spend a, That's basically the planet that that show revolves around. Freaking crazy how much I don't know, bro. Dude, I have been submerged in this. This is my culture, baby. Did you know all those answers? Yep. Without having to Google or do any independent research? Um, Let's see. I, I, yes, I double checked. To make sure I wasn't wrong, but um, I knew, yes, I did know all of them beforehand. Props to you, bro, because I was lost <laughs> in the freaking sauce. <laughs> Which, like, so you got two out of the six. Normally, you get, like, five of seven. Yeah, but that was, like, gibberish, bro. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> so what I've learned is from, uh, for for Doom to Fails from here on out, I have to stick to the source material. As soon as I deviate away, that's when you can lock in. Yeah, I think so. When the other options, see, they're real. Yeah. So I, I can't pull apart, well, that sounds made up, like, Greg, it's it's... I'm just, there's, it's a straight up guess. I, yeah. I'm winning off a of rage. I'm like off the odds. <laughs> Dude. Um, just like I wrote this question a few weeks ago and I'm like, Oh, by the time I read this question, I will surely have seen last night in Soho yet. Nope. Oh, nice. <laughs> This is like, so ever since I started working at a movie theater, like I've been able to see movies like within a few days of them coming out between me traveling and like making up the hours of me traveling. I have been just like swamped. Dude, what is last night in Soho even about? um, From what I understand, um, it's about like... I didn't watch the trailer, so a coworker like explained it to me. And from what I remember, it's like somebody dies in the past, and then someone in the future wakes up has wakes up as her in a dream, and then those dreams are used to solve the murder or something to that effect. There's something about a murder from the past <laughs> being solved. I just looked it up on MDB. Rating is seven point six. It's ranked twenty four most talked about or trending right now. Um, it's got Anna. Taylor Joy in it. You might know her from Queen's Gambit. Matt Smith, of course. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to watch this movie. Like, I am a simp for Edgar Wright. We will be watching an Edgar Wright movie in January. Um, and so, like, I'm I, like Scott Pilgrim was what made me interested in Edgar Wright movies. But Baby Driver is like, yeah, I'm on this guy's side. Whatever this guy makes, I'm I will watch it in theaters. Right. Well, we'll have to see how this one goes. You have to let me know. Yeah. All right. Um, that was doomed to fail. And finally, I'm, I was a little self-conscious that you kept getting all those other ones. Like, am, like the segment is called doomed to fail and he's doing not bad. I think people at some point were just like, oh, he's Googling the answers. Yeah. So thanks for like, <laughs> thanks for doing poorly on this one. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Restoring my credibility. Uh, we're going to move on to our one hit wonder. Uh, this is another TikTok trend. Uh, this is called uh, Top of Mind. 
And uh, I see this from an account called uh, Lumberlund. And what they do is they just say the first name of, they just say a first name. And then everyone else says the first person that comes to mind. All right. Sounds good to me. Pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking I'll say the name, count down, and we'll say who we think of. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jennifer, three, two, one. Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. Dude, Jennifer Lawrence has not made like a blockbuster in like five years, but she is still my default Jennifer. I was going to, my. I th- as soon as I said Lawrence, I'm like, he's going to say Lawrence. I should say Lopez. But I'm saying the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Okay. Um... Sean, three, two, one, Mendez. Oh, yeah. It happened, and I'm like, wait, don't. I got to think of something else. Think of something else. <laughs> I, I couldn't come up with another one. Okay, the only other one that I could come up with was uh, Sean White. I was going to say Sean Penn, which oh, is way okay. better, bro. It's way yeah, better. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sean Mendez. Who am I, bro? <laughs> I Dude, myself. again, again, Sean Mendez put out one banger album and then two okay albums. Macy watches documentary, so that's stuck in my head, unfortunately. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Charles. Three, two, one. Manson. Bronson. Bronson was a boxer. Tom okay, Hardy yeah. plays him in a movie called bronson <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough fair enough yeah um i said charles and i'm like do i know a charles other than manson i don't I mean think it's also so. my middle name well that doesn't ca- i'm not gonna say oh yeah alexander charles i i almost did but um, we both came up with dope answers some about it yeah i just well, co-signed on well, a murderer <laughs> you did yeah <laughs> nice all right um quinn Quinn. Three, two, one. Love. Harley. <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. That's a callback to uh, the show You on Netflix. Dude, again, the thing about the show You is you always have to preface it by saying the show You. Yeah, Macy thinks I'm talking. People, when I'm saying just you in general, everyone thinks I'm talking about them. Understandable, yeah. but read the room. And context. so and so people will be like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I'll be like, oh, I'm watching you. The show, the show, I'm watching the show, you. See, I'm not insecure about it. I just freaking stare them in the eyes and let them ask the question. Really? Yeah. That is how you get on a list. Put me on it, bro. I'm so excited. Um, Do you have any that you want to shoot off into the stratosphere? Yeah, dude. Um, Zach. Three, two, one. Taylor? Galifianakis. I went with the president. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zachary Taylor. All right. Uh, what about Chris? Three, two, one. Evans. Pine. Hemsworth was the first one. I thought you were going to say Hemsworth, so I went with Evans. No. Um, Chris Pine, I think, is the most... Like, he's a very underrated Chris. Yeah. Um, it goes Hemsworth, Evans, Pratt Pine. Yeah. Um I I like him in Star Trek. I think he's fantastic in Star Trek. He's fine in Wonder Woman. I like, saw him fine. in This Means War with also Tom Hardy, uh where they play spies going after a girl. Okay. And that's what I know him from. Okay. Uh Michael. Three, two, one, Kane. Key. Keegan Michael Key. Oh, <laughs> 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 I don't know why that's so funny. You just like shoehorning like a middle name in there. I was drawing the most blanks, bro. <laughs> I, I'm trying um, to think of another one right now. Mike. Michael Keaton. Michael Mike Kane, Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Michael. I don't know. Scott. I, yeah, I can't think of one. That's crazy. That was my <laughs> only one. Cut out the, all the extras. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so that's, uh, I, I feel like that's kind of it. We're clearly, we do not, we share Jennifer Lopez, nope, Jennifer Lawrence, and like, that's pretty much it. And Sean Mendez. And Sean Mendez. Hey, Sean Mendez, I'm still not over Sean Mendez. Hold on, let's, let's double back to this. Let me tell you, he was on Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. It wasn't a good episode. Yikes. It wasn't. And his documentary is pretty good if you didn't know anything about him. So now I know too much. <laughs> uh, I hate musician documentaries. Taylor Swift did it. Justin Bieber did more than one. Okay, okay. What and it's you- only pop stars. I hate pop star documentaries. Like, obviously, Is- superstars, like freaking Michael Jackson. If Stevie Wonder comes out with one, obviously. But Prince, like, these guys need it. Freaking Justin Bieber has more than one. Taylor Swift, I get she's a phenomenon. But these people are too young, bro. I want a yeah. docuseries where there's, like, lessons learned, trauma, death of a parent. I want all that. What um, about the Jonas Brothers one? Dude, this is what I'm talking The pops, I don't want this pop star young stuff. I'll say, you know, I would even go so far as to say like the Jonas Brothers one, it makes the most sense because of their hiatus. Yeah. Dude, the fact that Sean, the Sean, where did I, whatever, <laughs> Justin Bieber came out with one when he was in high school is That's wild. arrogant AF. Well, do you see a, do you consider a difference between concert movies and documentaries? No, the same thing. Okay. Because I saw the One Direction concert movie in oh, theaters. Oh my gosh. And that w- and it was very much a concert movie. At no point watching that did I think it was a dot like I'm like I'm learning so much about the history of the band. It's like no, they just like recorded like a little bit of their history and then they did the tour. Um the only concert movie I've ever watched was This Is It with Michael Jackson and it's straight up phenomenal and I bought it. Oh wow. It is okay. so good. Um as far as documentary goes, Dolly Parton came out with one was bad and these are all the ones that like macy started and i just happened to be in the room and i stuck around watching tv for 30 minutes so i didn't watch the whole thing (laughs) but it's it's straight up bad um i don't who had one recently i think george Strait had one recently what the heck bro that and i did the exact same thing like my parents were watching it and so i stuck around for like five ten minutes and it just it felt like very it was just ego boosting um Molly like, Crew. Oh, he makes music for the people. Gross. He make like like we wanted to make sure that people connected to the music. Like, sh- no, stop Gross. it. Wrong. Motley Crew came out with one like 2018, 2019. It was supposed to be very. Oh good. yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, Dirt yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I, isn't uh, Machine Gun Kelly associated with that somehow? Well, I haven't seen it. It was supposed to be very good, but I'm anti-Machine Gun Kelly, unfortunately. And pro Megan Fox and pro Pete Davidson. So, <laughs> okay. And pro Eminem. So, I'm around the situation, just not involved. Yeah, actually, the dirt I'm did on the have, fence with Megan uh, Fox. So, let me pull my I hat. am weed. I just vote. I just vouch for her, and I don't even know if she's good to go. So, she got kicked off Transformers, which is not a good sign. When they keep Shia LaBeouf and get rid of Megan Fox, something's fishy. <laughs> sure, sure. Um... <laughs> Print it, clip it, put it on TikTok. Um, yeah, I just like I don't love, you know, concert movies or yeah, young people documentaries because I'm like for exactly the same reason. Like we're not done yet. We're not Unless done. They die. Like if they do one yeah. about like uh Kurt Cobain or that Amy would make Winehouse. Sense. 
I'm freaking dope, bro. I mean, they both, I think they both died at 27, probably the 27 club. I would watch that 100%. Uh, they did a Mac Miller one, freaking on board. Mm-hmm. But you better be dead. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it when you're yeah. young, just die. And, and then well, have someone and, else do it for you. And since we're talking about, you know, musician biopics and, you know, concert movies and whatnot, I really don't want there to be a movie until they're dead, <laughs> regardless of how old they are. It feels weird. Because I'm like, okay with I, it I, being, I guess if they're like Ray Charles, I'm kind of okay with it because he was so old. Yeah. Yeah. He was born in I 1930, agree. 30, bro. And so I'm just like, it's. It's it it definitely feels self congratulatory to be like I'm gonna make and produce this movie about me. I want them to not be involved, a, and I want them to be not putting out anything anymore. Yeah, that's kind of the big thing. Because Alton John just came out with a new album. Lil Nas X is on it. <laughs> yeah. So. This feels gross. Even though these are farther enough, far apart that they're not connected. And technically the movie ended a long time ago. Like the movie ends freaking 25. In like the 90s. Yeah. 25 years ago plus. It still feels wrong. Oh, I want to make another note about Rocket Man that I forgot to do. I'm not going to edit it or anything. But like during the I'm Still Standing music video, they just put Taron Edgerton in the real video. And you can tell. Did you check? Uh, no, I did check. I did okay, check. Yeah. I didn't check, and I thought, well, this is kind of cool. It is cool, but you can tell. Yeah, I think they did that on purpose, though. And I thought it was cool. Okay. I thought it was a cool effect. I didn't think yeah. they were trying to sneak one by us. Okay, fair I enough, thought it was a enough. cool vibe, because all of a sudden, the camera quality dips. <laughs> and okay. I'm like, oh, this is a vibe. Very cool. All right, well... um. I think that about wraps it up. We've bantered for long enough where we've now made time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Next week. uh, Hey, we haven't watched anything new. We just gave you an entire middle segment of what we've been watching. Sorry, we're not going to do it again. Maybe on the next step. Um, But I did want to say I have a bad habit of when I am sad and bored, I will buy video games that are on sale. So now I own the entire Tomb Raider trilogy. Oh, boy, dude. Oh, so we're, so we're gonna see how that goes and probably what's gonna happen is i'm gonna start it i'm gonna get like two hours in and then i'm gonna be like i get it and then i don't finish the first one or touch the second or third one you know what bro it's your money and it's on sale so i'm sure if you add yeah. it all up it equals one game so if you only play one game i think that's oh fair. yeah it was like 25 dollars in total yeah i think think you'll be fine i guess yeah um next week we are watching walk the line the johnny cash movie but other than that i don't have anything else do you no bro i think that's it all right i mean you can follow us on our socials uh but uh, yeah other than that my name is craig wells aka permanent handle and i'm alex good aka alex good have fun be safe and make good choices and while you're at it tell your mama said hi see you next week deuces (laughs) 